0: Welcome to Britpop Banter. My name's Kevin,
1: and I'm Leslie. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. I've Got a heater just arrived. It's cold. Who's
0: the, who's, the, who's the brand? Mobo Robo.
1: It's a Scandinavian design, which means it's going to be schmick.
0: <laughs> it is. It well, is. They
1: get cold, don't they? They know how to handle the heat.
0: That is true. That is true. It is getting cold here. It's um, weird though. 15 degrees at my house. Drive to your house, which is, what, 20 minutes? 20 degrees here. Five degrees difference between you and me. Yeah. It's getting cold. It's like four, or five degrees every morning now in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's getting cold. And that heater's a beast, by the way. It's huge. I know I need it. <laughs> and you always give me uh, crap about being cold all the time and then it's I come in and night. you've got... It's just
1: at night. It's just so that you can... Um... I'm not so fussed in the morning or during the day because you're doing stuff. It's just at night it gets when it gets... When it's dark And there's no sun Yeah And then you're just a bit chilly Yeah So you just I don't know why
0: People forget that Australia gets cold like they Yeah they really do do And it's
1: not made for it So it's like You know in the UK like You could be sitting just in your jumper Because you've got central heating on You could have Double plates
0: in. Yeah there's not None of that here
1: None of that here So you do have to wear layers Whereas I'd rather have my Nobu heater on
0: Nobu, uh, Nobu My. Nobu uh Whatever it's called So my mum and dad's still here right Wow well, yeah, so they came here for a 3 month trip in summer and it is getting close to 6 months creeping into winter. And are they
1: surprised at how cold it yeah. is?
0: <laughs> like I'm a cold person. They are rugged up to the max. Like they are like fleece, scarves, bonnets, the whole thing. I'm like, pur- like they People never ex- think. they never expected to be here this long and weren't prepped for it and uh yeah, it's a real eye opener for them. Yeah. Uh, so Twitter and Facebook We're at Banter. Email us at britpopbanter At gmail.com All views expressed on this podcast Are 100% our own And while we poke fun At some bands and artists We appreciate the talent and sacrifice To create these albums i got to say for the homework
1: oh, Jesus Christ It's not going to get any better Scrape it There's not a lot of music out there
0: Then don't make me listen to it Give me a week off
1: No it's not how it works <laughs> Because if that was to work, I would have had a week off and you'd have been doing Gomez on your own Oh,
0: don't even, don't even, alright So this week's album, Gomez, with the beautiful How We Operate
1: You're not very professional, Kevin, not wanting to listen to and talk about new music It's quite, um, it's disappointing really
0: (laughs) Alright, well let's see how we go when we get into the homework How uh, professional you are when it comes to it so last week's album, Star Sailor, Love Is Here. Oh no! Nice reception for that album, I have to say. Yes. Very nice. It was, had some good downloads as well, uh, and the the sentiment around Star Sailor in general was really positive.
1: More than I thought. Yeah. Genuinely didn't expect it. Lovely band. Really put myself out there, thinking people are gonna go, well, "What is this?" Mm-mm. I really, genuinely did.
0: And I got pummeled for athlete. Figure that one out.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like not a very good album. <laughs>
0: Uh, you yeah. So downloads were pretty good. A lot of people agree with the sort of ratings we um, gave it. How did you feel? Did you feel you were, were happy with it? Yeah. Okay. It you a, bared your soul on it as well, did didn't deny. you? We tear. Yeah.
1: Beautiful album.
0: <laughs> it is. It, it is. It'll always
1: be one of those albums for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: nice to get to talk about those.
0: Yeah. Um. We had a challenge Which we haven't done Because we've been a bit busy uh, So Carl With the Hidden Gems I've done it So I, I know where to stand on it I think you're still to, to finish it off So we will On the next artist episode So we'll have to explain What that means at the end uh, We're going to do a carryover. over um, How are you doing? So Restrictions lifted Yesterday Yes Did you go out?
1: No <laughs> I had two friends come round for lunch Lovely That was nice That was nice It was meant to be a barbecue but it rained Yeah So I just brought that inside Yeah Um, So that was nice
0: To have people in your house Yeah Did did you hug them?
1: Did I hug them? Oh no we did the weird thing
0: You did the elbow tap
1: (laughs) To be honest with you I don't understand if you can have two people in your house but the no hugging Because if they're
0: they're coming in, touching everything, like walking about.
1: You're going to sit at a table and eat together. Yeah. And you're going to be in each other's houses. Uh-huh. A hug isn't going to be the reason that you got it. So, I think... This is where common sense is going to have to start to come into it. Because if you're now allowed 10 people in your house, mm-hmm. a hug's at least of my worries.
2: hmm They're
1: going to touch stuff. They're going to be in your bathroom. They're going to be everywhere. The reality is, if people do have it... Um, And I don't think you're going to get it so much through this community transmission anymore. It's going to be clusters. Mm. I really honestly don't know if that's such a big deal. I wouldn't be hugging strangers. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't, you know, if you meet somebody for the first time, I wouldn't be doing that.
0: No, still handshaking? No. No, still out?
1: No, I'd be like, hello.
0: And that would be it. Yep, 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 yep.
1: But friends that you know well, I mean, I don't, I'd hug you, I wouldn't worry about it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah.
0: Didn't give me a hug though, did you?
1: No, you came, I was too busy making tea. Making I was trying to cup. get on top of it because I didn't want you to wait around.
0: Thanks. See, was. No, it was No, that's
1: fine. Um, I don't know yeah. how it
0: would have felt. I haven't hugged anyone. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: That doesn't really stress me out. I do, some things do stress me out. I have been invited to dinner at the end of the month in two weeks' time for a friend's birthday. They've rented a table of 10 in a restaurant. And so that will be the only, we'll be the only ones there. Now, um, I haven't committed to it.
0: Because you're a bit iffy
1: I just don't know I just think there's going to be There's going to be a second wave It's unavoidable And I don't know if necessarily Putting myself in Unnecessary dangers wise Now People around at my house That I know I feel like I can deal with Going around to people's houses Not doing it on a regular basis I don't know if I would I'd maybe sit in a, I might Would go and sit in a cafe just now I'm not even that bothered Like Everybody was like Carrying on as I if know. Sitting in a cafe was like The world's best thing <clears throat> It's great for the businesses to be able to actually do that. I don't know if that's it. it I don't wake up in the morning all excited about it. Mm. Um, and like pubs can open the restaurant, but there's only be ten people there. Why bother?
0: Yeah, and it's people. only if they, yeah. So pubs with a restaurant, not the actual pub itself. Uh, you can only have set and alcohol, and yeah. So it's it's. Cafes can only have 10 people, but they've got to be like four metres apart. So there's, like it's, there's all rules and regulations. And I sort of went, I can't be bothered with that. It's just too hard. Um, I did go out yesterday, though. So, yesterday was the International Day of Families. I don't know if you knew that. No. No. So, my work gave everyone the afternoon off. That's nice. So nice. So, I took full advantage of it. And uh, me and wifey, we went to Cronulla. Uh the unfortunate thing was it rained.
1: Yeah, it was not nice. No, nah,
0: so Cronulla is just like a part of Sydney. It's that's, that's got a beautiful beach and yeah, it rained. But um we had uh went and got a coffee, so two coffees, and we got an Asahi bowl. isn't, you know what an Asahi bowl is, right? Yeah. How would you explain that?
1: Just like something stupid that you eat with like muesli and silly berries, in it? <laughs>
0: So while I'm eating a, So it's an Asahi berry It's a bowl blended And you get like granola and fruit and stuff While I get that You usually get your bacon eggs
1: Like a proper thing Proper like breakfast Proper people
0: eat So we, uh, we got that And two coffees And it was $50 Right Fifty. Two Asahi bowls Two coffees $50 That's a lot of money When you've been in the house for two months Not spending a damn thing That's a lot of money yeah.
1: Maybe now not the time to tell you that I spent $500 at
0: Dan Murphy's yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, You have kept Dan Murphy's no, but busy. I'm
1: trying to do this thing, when was, that's my month now. I'm going to try and do it monthly. And
0: I'll... <laughs> <laughs> space them out. Until you drink all of that and need more booze next but week. But no, I'm
1: going to do it once a month. Now, for that money Now, this is why What'd you want, buy? What'd you buy? Okay, that's what I'm going to tell you So I got a bottle of Hendrix The, nice, the, the newer ones is fancy Right, right, right I, gin. You, Jim. I, um, I bought another bottle of whiskey And the reason for so Kevin and I joined this whiskey club And the whiskey I got was so nice That there's only half the bottle left
0: You've got to save some for me That's what
1: I'm doing Okay, good But then I've been enjoying my whiskey on an evening So I went and bought an On office. an evening?
0: On You're an drinking evening? hard liquor in the week now
1: Um <laughs> no, 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 oh, not like every night. I mean, at the weekend, it's ah, just like right, I'm trying. It. Like you just when you're in the house, it's not like you're going to be just. I'm not just going to sit there and drink ten beers.
0: Yeah, no, I'm the same. Do you know what
1: I mean? So I'm you just same. want to like have maybe a couple of glasses of white, nice whiskey, magic. So I thought, well, I'm just going to plow through this really nice bottle that I've bought from this whiskey club, y- and it's that's smart. that's good. So I thought I'm going to buy another one that's kind of more, you know,
0: Main- mainstream. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So but one, but but it's still a nice bottle. What'd you get? It's um, a Talisker, but it's one of their... Um, it's a different range. Oh. And it got really nice reviews. I okay. thought, I'm going to try that. Right. It was on sale. Yeah.
0: 100
1: bucks down to 85. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. So I got that. Bought a crate of beer.
0: Filter. What? Oh, you like that. Yeah,
1: I love that. And then I bought 16 what bottles of wine. So I got... <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm with, 40, I'm with you months. all the way until you got to the wine, and I'm like, no, holy! That's like
1: six red, six red, four white, six rosy, six twelve. Four, yeah. No, I ain't gonna drink that all in a month, but it's just nice to have a selection. And I'm thinking to myself, I need to just start having.
0: You got a wine fridge, me too. No, no, I need to get. Next I need purchase, to purchase. There you go. No, it will be well <laughs> it'll
1: probably tumble dryer, but anyway, after my hair, but. Anyway, the point of that is right. So you spent fifty bucks on two coffees and a bowl of fruit. Yeah. Mental, berries. But um, five hundred bucks for a whole month, and that's a lot of
0: booze. It's a like lot. It it's is a, a lot. lot of booze.
1: You and I could go out, and we could have a night out and dinner. Right?
0: 100 bucks, easy.
1: That's the same amount.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So the things that sounds tons, it's... but it's not like I'm going to top that up with nights in the pub.
0: No, you can't. That's yeah. literally
1: gonna be my that is it. weekends. Yeah, okay. So if you divide that by four or five weekends, it's a hundred bucks a weekend. Mm. And I ain't getting through all that. That would be impossible. Well it would, genuinely <laughs> <laughs> I mean I know I like my drink, but Jesus, it'd be dead. But um you're right, that's the other thing. You're probably gonna start freaking out when you go with a you buy a round of drinks and a pub meal. That's hundred and eighty dollars please.
0: What? That's yeah no that's because I was like oh, wait a minute because I two months now what have I spent my money on not much I got myself a little Apple AirPods Pro oh nice yeah
1: I got uh,
0: heater yeah you're noble
1: dollars worth of booze <laughs>
0: um, how laptop. what's so Saturday morning what's your weekend plans are you going out what's, no nothing. It wasn't, when I went out, it wasn't that many people about. It was quite surreal walking around. Uh, but I did see cafes um, with people in them. And I think you got to pick the right place to go. Like, yes, it was crap weather. Um, and we were outside in the freezing cold rain with the stupid sahi bowls. But, and then the coffee, which wasn't that great. And then um, next door to it was a Vietnamese place. And there, there was two guys getting, like, uh, the Vietnamese soups. I sitting there, a few beers, nice big hot bowl See, of soup, and I nice. went, and they had the whole restaurant to themselves, like no one else was in it, and I went, that's good, that's where you just sit down all day. Why didn't you do that then? Too bloody late, My bowl. Anyway.
1: Um, I'm doing nothing, today I'm just going to, you know, put the heater together and chill out a bit. Tomorrow I'm going to be doing, I'm going to do a, a coastal walk.
0: Oh, lovely. Yeah. You and half of Sydney.
1: Well, no, because I'm going to be particular about where I go. I'm not doing like bondi Koji. That would be insanity.
0: That would be mental. Yeah. Okay. If you
1: do your research, you can find places okay, nice. off the beaten track.
0: Okay. Uh, you got anything else before we get into song of the week?
1: Um, no.
0: Well, linking the coastal walk to the Mariners. Like that? It's
1: not really. No,
0: no, it wasn't that great. But
1: not bad. I
0: was trying. Not bad. So song of the week. Uh, the Mariners bring her to me. So the Mariners are a four-piece outfit from Nottingham Drawing on influences from psychedelic pop sensibilities of the 60s Yes! <laughs> that's so strange Yeah, I didn't make that up That's the bio Oh my god, because it's what I've written Really? I swear Wow Oh, wow Okay, that's pretty <laughs> cool Made up of Luke Williamson, uh, Paulif Luke Headland and Richard Pyne The Mariners have created a catalogue of self penned songs over the last year Ready for release in 2020 including uh, this, Bring Her To Me, and Kathy Come Home. So this is The Mariners with Bring Her To Me.
3: When the sun is shining, don't you worry So kind Although she would Often Speak her mind Voices echo.
1: when Cathy come home It's such i got that vibe i was like that this is like going back in time a bit they've done that really well they have it genuinely is what i thought it felt very warm and comforting like yeah. I, I knew I was like i
0: knew it but i didn't know it wow I've, i will be honest i haven't heard i mean that's to make music like that now love it yeah wow that's high. Big fun oh, wow that's awesome that's awesome well done uh les says you got some bloody explaining to do
1: I don't really, I will explain it I just want to give, so I'll just give you like the heads up So (laughs) There were four albums that we were supposed to be covering this week and the next week Right And each of these artists have moved their
0: Album release Releases, yeah, yeah,
1: Right, so the thing is They want the
0: money Cash in
1: Potentially, but I don't know why they wouldn't now People just download it instead Who goes out and buys an album? I'm trying to understand the rationale It's not like everybody's just going to nip out to HNV and buy it after lockdown's finished Mm. Mm. If you buy music, how do you buy it now?
0: Oh, uh, iTunes
1: Right, so what difference does that make? If you're in your house or not?
0: Do they get more money through retail than through... But like who Apple... buys
1: it retail? I don't know. When you to order it on Amazon, it comes to your house anyway. Yeah. Really, I can't understand. So I did some research, why is this such an issue? No one can tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like that, this isn't... It's not like the days of you could only buy it in the shop and the shop's closed. Yeah, this yeah. is like no one buys it from the shop anyway, yeah. hence why all the shops are closed.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So what's... I don't know. I don't know. So, this weekend I'm hoping... That will free things up. Now Morrissey, I did actually want—I want—I didn't want to talk about, and I'll go into that as to why. I
0: want you to talk to me a lot, and I'm going to. Good.
1: And then, but I thought, well, there's nothing else around, and people want to talk about, and probably do want to talk about it, and we should probably talk about it, um, given the fact that he is who he is. And then, obviously, we've got Larue, who, being completely honest, liked their first album, saw them live, forgot. Who she was and saw they'd released another album, so thought, you know. Happy days. Happy days. Okay. So I don't want to say it's like scraping the barrel because it's a shame for those artists. I'm just saying it's not what I would have picked It's not the wider normal, selection you would normally no. have. Got it. So let's kick it off. Let's just go straight into Morrissey. Right? Yes please. So the reason is so we all know who Morrissey is. I don't think we need to explain it, but so he's sixty years old now. Is he sixty? He's sixty. This is his 13th
0: album. His 13th solo album? His 13th solo album? Yes. Oh, my God. Wow, that's incredible. So, um... Okay. And obviously, he was
1: the Smiths. And everybody, you know... I imagine that most people who listen to this podcast know the Smiths, if not love the Smiths. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I'm one of those people. Now, when you listen to the Smiths, you would assume a certain political standpoint and a certain... Mind frame, mindset. Old Morrissey in his old age has shifted very much to the other side. So, to give you some, I'll give you some examples. So basically, there's a lot of talk right now that he's embracing the far right and doing that quite openly. So he's been very much in, he's very much in favour of Brexit, very anti-immigration. He has... You know, I mean, he's done these things before, wrapping himself up in the Union Jack. He did write a song called The National Front Disco, Mm -hmm. which was relatively inflammatory. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then he said that, um, so Sadiq Khan, who's the London mayor. Yes. Yep. who's the first Muslim mayor. He said that he can't talk properly. Mm. Good news. Um, And I don't know if you know, but there's a Labour MP called Diane Abbott. She's a black lady and she's get she always gets a hard time. And then he said, you know, even Tesco wouldn't employ Diane Abbott. Um, and he's just been a bit. Um there's this other guy in the UK as well called Tony Tommy Robinson, who's kind of really far right, and he was getting jailed, and he was just saying outrageous things. Like, I'm not even gonna repeat them. But he was like from like basically having a crack at the media, saying it, it was shocking that the media were treating him this way. Mm-hmm. I'm all for free speech. We've been through this before. Until it causes harm, mm-hmm. this man causes harm. Mm. So, for me, I don't know why he's gone that way. He also made some inflammatory comments around the Me Too movement. You mm. know that people shouldn't should keep their mouth shut. and It's probably not true. So he seems to have gone from this man who was all about. Meat is murder and this vegetarian and, and the planet and everything to this
2: mm-hmm. I
1: don't know, it's a real shift
2: mm-hmm.
1: So there was part of me who was like, well, I don't want to listen to your own, mm-hmm. Because you sound like a bit of a dick <laughs> So, <laughs> but you know Okay We should do that though, we should listen to it, we should do it anyway mm-hmm. Give it the chance, listen to it, be professional, which we've done
0: mm-hmm. Absolutely And so have others I want to know what people think about it.
1: Well, Pitchfork.
0: Who don't hold back.
1: 6.1. Mildly captivating, occasionally repetitive and frequently ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> the 13th studio, studio album from the famous Sulk turned red pill pharmacist is Morrissey's vision of radical truth telling. The intoxicating, mostly celibate, square-jawed Stephen Patrick Morrissey carries on crotchety and vegetarian, and here on the release of his 13th studio album, Morrissey remains a bitchy, bitchy fabulous sulk turned something of a red pill pharmacist, dealing, it with, dealing anyone with an earshot, a long list of forces to be wary of. Across the past few decades, these include, and are not limited to, Muslims, Britain's immigration, immigration policy, the editorial staff of The Guardian global safety precautions around COVID-19, allegiance towards political parties other than one headed by someone with the guts to be honest about Islam, etc, etc. Once known for perverting pop music by way of beautiful, excessive and unsmiling universe of both art and devotee, Morris's vistas have since shrunk. His present fan base is survived by the morose, the nostalgic, the unaware... <laughs> And those who have actively chosen To forgo Morrissey the man And Morrissey the feeling It's the heaven you might find in misery The forgiveness The heart broken for the heartbreaker The mental calculus one undergoes When realising the hero who once made you cry It perhaps saved your life At some fundamental level Find your existence repug- repugnant
2: Oh, oh.
1: But just being honest is both an indulgent um, idea. In reality, Morris, Morrissey would like you to know that he is still here, that his lifelong bile has not yet settled, and that his refusal to, refusal to fall into wimpish modern orthodoxies remain unscathed. One has the right to nag. It's part of the unspoken artistic birthright to provoke, and bitterness isn't even necessarily unattractive. But Morrissey's bitterness is firm and stolid. Um... To self-righteousness that creates a moral and aesthetic compass by which to navigate a system that, as he wails, a knockabout world. The, sing- the second single turned him into a public target. Kind of was on the money there, mm. for like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Enemy three out of five. Um, I'm not a dog on a chain. His best album in years. If you can tune out his opinions oh, and this is the thing Here we go And this is what I'm going to talk about If you, I just love that line The Morrissey dilemma and dovetails with Britain's wider post-Brexit conundrum Can you ever completely separate views you vehemently disagree with From music you might actually enjoy
2: mm-hmm. The nice liberal mm-hmm. rock
1: fan might well balk at the 60-year-old Stephen Patrick's publicly wearing a pin badge wearing the logo of a tin-pot anti-Islamic political party, but his pointedly titled 13th solo studio album, I'm Not a Dog on a Chain, is an intriguing prospect for even the most wearied Smith fans. Significant parts of the album verge on the avant-garde and certainly mark a bold departure for an artist who could easily have continued appeasing his cult faithful with winsome torch songs, with indie pop and rapacious rockability. Walker listeners may be appalled that the opening track, Jim Jim Falls, are just potential suicides at the Australian waterfall. If you're going to jump, then jump. If you're going to run home and cry, then don't waste my time. If you're going to kill yourself, then to save face, get on with it. Mm -hmm. For many Morrissey fans, this is the equivalent of misdialing the Samaritans and getting through to Piers Morgan.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. That's
1: good. But a man who was once a figurehead for society's poetic outsiders is now proudly recasting himself as a brave truth-teller, staring defiantly down the barrel of media crucifixion and cancel culture, saying what everyone is really thinking. Few giant leaps nail the perfect landing, and Morris's two-footer into flown bo- flo- full-blown electronica stumbles occasionally. But there's also plenty of reason to hold your political nose and cross the Twitter mob line. You may no longer leap on stage to hug him like a soulmate, but judged on purely artistic terms, this is an interesting album. Whether you can separate it from his opinions, dear reader, is one for the darker nights.
0: Mm-hmm. Bang on. Bang on.
1: It's basically the stole my review. <laughs> um, can I start? Yeah, of course you can. So, I'm exactly... So, the enemy one is pretty much where I sit. So, he... There are some tracks on this album that do kind of pull you in, and mm-hmm. you go, "Do you know what? This is actually better than I first thought it mm-hmm. might be." Because a few, I've listened to a few Morris. I was a big Smiths fan, mm-hmm. and then Morrissey's albums, like, look okay. And I thought this isn't going to be fun, um, but there are some good tracks. Mm-hmm. But when you really, really listen to what he's saying, and you just think about what he thinks. It makes me uncomfortable. Like it just—I don't know why. Because normally I'm a, bit, I'm a bit more. Like, I don't get as easily offended. I think, say as you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I still do get offended. Like I still think there are there is a massive line for me. Mm-hmm. I think that there are. I think we can get too politically correct, and I think people should be allowed free speech. But my 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 bar or my line is always where it causes harm. Yeah, of course. So by saying things about where it can incite hatred, it can incite violence, it could cause harm, it could cause people to doubt themselves as human beings, and I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. The things that he said be are too far into that realm for me to be able to forget it when I'm listening to his music. Yep. So there was always that nagging part of me not wanting to enjoy it. Okay. Which meant I didn't really, because mm-hmm. you should be able to immerse yourself in an album or mm-hmm. enjoy the music.
0: Mm-hmm. But I couldn't. And did, how did you feel for the moments that it started to pull you in, and you went, "Oh, actually, did you feel like, oh, I shouldn't?" Well,
1: be- I'd forget because I'd be listening to it, and oh, and I'd be like that. Oh, you good? And then you go, wait, no, guy's yeah. a dick.
0: Yeah, exactly. That, that's yeah. I shouldn't be enjoying this, or yeah. See, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have that because I'm, I don't know that much about the guy to be honest. Yeah, uh, I didn't know obviously about his. Some, I knew a bit about his views, but not what he'd said. Or, you know, some of the controversial things that he's done. Um, So I was able to sort of put that to the side, because I didn't know much about it, and actually just listened to the album. Keep going.
1: But how far, right? So this is the thing, right? So how far? So if we're talking about, if we're being music critics right now, how far can my judgment of the person influence the music? Like, is that fair? Like... You know you want to be pragmatic enough to separate it But like to what NME said like can you Whether you can separate from your opinions Is one for the darker nights I've given this a lot of thought Lots of thought for today Because I want to judge it purely on it's merit On it's musical But even some of the lyrics do my head in Like the very first song straight off the bat oh, yeah. You're like what? <clears throat> so then that that wound me up at the very beginning Because I'm not going to give this guy a start and Then he's banging on about we'll just kill yourself yep. And you're like cool yeah, yep, let's yep, promote man. suicide. Good song. Yep. great start. Well yep.
2: done.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm thinking, well, when did I get so like prissy? Because I always used to like say movies or shows or music that did push that line. You know, you've always joked that I was I'd only watch a movie if it was Oscar nominated. Mm-hmm. I was pushing the boundaries. Mm. So am I just getting like more sensitive? Because I'm getting older, or was it because it was him? If, what if Liam if Liam Gallagher sang that line? Would I be offended? I would
0: hope you would. I, well, no, I, I would hope you would raise near to it and go, oh, that doesn't sound yeah,
1: right." but would I be as offended? So am I judging it on the music and the lyrics? Would I go, "Liam, what a dick! That's silly. What are you doing that for?" And then carry on with the album and come here and give it eight out of ten. Mm. This is what I was th- thinking. To myself. Well, why,
0: don't, why don't, you've got your view? So keep going with your review Tell me about the songs That you liked And the songs that you didn't And then give me the score And then what we'll do Is compare it against mine Because I don't know All the other stuff And I just reviewed it As an album
1: Okay so The first one I think we're
0: going to end up At the same spot by the way I actually
1: you, liked it Until I, <laughs> I heard the lyric. Correct Bobby don't you think They know it's a great song
0: I agree
1: Really liked it I agree Female vocalist Great and she can Yeah she can
0: absolutely say.
1: What kind of people Live in these houses But even the title I mean this is the thing You go ping. Like there's such, uh, I think I'd have given the album, okay no I didn't, musically I'd give the album a six, six and a half out of ten. Interesting. Because of who he is, I've come in here today with a four. (laughs) 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 Because he doesn't even get the point for effort.
0: But I mean, uh, you said musically I'd give him a six, six and a half, does that include the lyrics? Like I mean does that?
1: That's the thing right, see no I don't know.
0: Right, you're you're all over the place, mate
1: I really am, because there are other bands that sing songs that are massively That you go, what are you talking about? I mean, any form of rap music is in that ilk, right?
0: Let's be honest (laughs) Just just throw the whole thing in there, the whole genre Anyway, keep going
1: But how many people listen to that and then actually judge on its lyrics? That's what I'm, anyway. That's what it's not the whole genre, but you know what I mean. That's not it's renowned for having some tough lines.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There was a lot of boring songs in this album. Mm-hmm. Regardless,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I've got here four for it. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with my four. It stick. With, yeah, stick there. Four out of ten.
0: Okay, all right. Okay, so you ready? Yeah. Okay. Well, this was daunting. Wasn't sure what to expect. On hearing this, familiar with the Smiths, but not that much, and don't know too me uh, too much about Morrissey to be honest. About apart from seeing the political stuff, the first three songs are actually pretty good, right? So Jim Jim Falls is a good song, apart from yeah, obviously what, the yes. sentiment of the song. But the Jim Jim Falls is very catchy, and I got immediately surprised by that electronic mm-hmm. aspect yep. of the song, and I went. Oh, like that Loving It's Way Out is good Bobby Don't You Think They Know is a is a really great song Like you said, the female vocals Knock About World is good Once I Saw the River Clean is really good uh, And the last track, My Hurling Days Are Done Is actually a really good song as well But there's some crap in there Yeah, there right? is I'm Not a Dog on a Chain is terrible and It's a title track Oh, it's so bad What kind of people live in these houses? I kind of like that It's a rubbish song, but also the lyrics in that is just, oh, and this is what I'm going to come to. Darling, I Hug a Pillow is absolutely rubbish. The Truth About Ruth, rubbish. The Secret of Music is okay, but it's way too long. And it's very, that's that very electronic sound. Um, So first three tracks, I'm like, well, I'm really surprised. I'm actually, this is all right. Then it loses me, comes back up, loses me again. Um, Some of the lyrics I've got here are just God-awful And they come across as whiny, preachy And he comes across as a grumpy old man He, he, really, he does. really does And there's, I think to your point We're a little bit older And I think we're more Not insensitive Maybe a little bit more mature In terms of what we can and cannot say And also what offends us and what not Like we're a little bit more yeah. rounded When you start to get a little bit older That filter or It just comes off Right, I mean, they're it just and and people tend not to care what they say; they just say it, right? Because they've lived because they've lived their lives, right? He's always been outspoken. I just don't think he cares anymore what people think. But to me, there's just that line where it comes across as saying something versus just having a whinge and being really, really grumpy. So for me, I actually really can't fault him for trying something new. The, the, the sound, yeah. well done to Morrissey for trying something new There are some really, really good tracks in here um, But there's some shitty ones too Five and a half out of ten Yeah, okay Right, and that's none of the Just, if you did not know anything about Morrissey Outside of this album You would listen to this album and you go Like, Jim Jim Falls Great song, but you're telling people to jump off a cliff Right what, people, what kind of people live in these houses, you're attacking the lower, cl- lower class, right? Yeah, and some of the things you're saying is just like...
1: Which he sang about as part of the Smiths. I don't I'll know just, why he's gone full circle. I
0: don't know. Um, so, five and a half. However, the one thing I will say is at least it did something new and kind of exciting. Unlike the next album we will talk about.
1: So, LaRue, Supervision. So... She is part of a synth pop act. They were formed back in 2006. It was her, so Ellie Jackson, so Eleanor Ellie Jackson. You know her mum, you know who her mum is? No. It was like Ruth Ackland in The Bill.
0: Ruth Ackland? Yeah, like, in The Bill. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. Anyway, I remember The Bill.
1: Anyway, but that's who it is. And with um, Ben Langmaid. So they basically were like a double act and they were. They did the first album, um, LaRue, back in 2009, which I can't believe it was that long ago. So that was a critical and commercial success. excess. It won a Grammy Award, produced hit singles such as In For The Kill and Bulletproof. I was a fan of that album, quite poppy, a little bit electronic. Saw them at the Enmore Theatre. Right. It was goodnight. good night. Um, good. Follow-up album was marred by some unsuccessful um, collaborations. And then there was... Two release dates of that album were cancelled, and it was because of conflict between the two. Oh. So then Ben actually left in 2012. Oh. She then released another album, her second album, Trouble in Paradise, 2014. Okay. Um, And now this year released the third album, Supervision. So kept the name, but it's basically just her.
0: Good. Okay. So I, I can sense it.
1: Okay. Guardian, four out of five. Oh, fuck. For- Oh come on. All of the reviews are No. I couldn't find a bad one. After the initial out in LaRue, Simply Now Jackson's solo moniker finally returned in twenty fourteen with the warmer, gentler second album, Trouble in Paradise. And despite another yawning gap between releases, Supervision very much much picks up where that record's clipped grooves and subtly discordant melodies left off. It's a recipe which yields memorable but gratifyingly contrarian confections such as automatic driver where a pleasingly portly synth line meets a flatly hypnotic chorus and do you feel a muted maudlin disco number? backbeat shuffle behind melodies whose catchiness slowly creeps upon you So does coronavirus. Um, (laughs) Synthetic, almost (laughs) novelty-grade instrumentals are offset by Jackson's nasally slightly skewed with vocal. It's all beautiful, but often obliquely so. This time, it really would be a shock if her backwards-glancing tunes captured the nation's heart. But that doesn't matter. If this record is anything to go by, the pop margins seem to suit LaRue even better than the mainstream. The medium, 7 out of 10... Supervision is still far from a boring and lacklustre album musically. Really? (laughs) This new and refined brand of electro-funk really suits LaRue's own vocal style and generally aesthetic really well, and general aesthetic really well. And while yes, much of their production is really enjoyable, I do still wish LaRue's vocals took a bit more of a centre stage. I would argue that a lot of this album's instrumentals feel as audible as the vocals, such at times could drown the vocals out perhaps a little more than it should. After all, it is LaRue herself that we want to hear the most after such a long hiatus. I would honestly love LaRue to continue creating music more independently, as I felt that said independence had been a benefactor of supervision. And while this album still shows that there is room for improvement, I am confident that we can expect more dynamic projects to come, as long as this independence keeps going strong. So, Kevin? Hello. Um... I'm just going to jump in first here, just to do us all a favour. I have no idea what they're talking about. And I (laughs) None. I... First listen, I text you and apologise. You did. And I meant it. Heartfelt. Yep. Went to the driving range and thought, hmm. Give it an hour going to have an hour here. Put my headphones in. Hit a few shots. How'd
0: it go? Oh...
1: Well, the driving range is magic, but this album was... I'd turn it off. I was like, this is ruining my day. Oh. It's ruining my experience. Um, I actually genuinely thought when I picked it, this could actually be one that we sit here and talk about going, I know it's poppy, I know it's synthy, but we enjoyed it. And I genuinely thought that was what it was going to be. I agree. And it really wasn't. It's awful. Like, it's not even... All of this 4 out of 5, 7 out of 10... And telling me that it's, oh, the synth line meets the flatly hypnotic chorus. There's nothing hypnotic about it. There is nothing. It's awful. I don't get it. It, There's no hooks. There's no songs that stick in my head. There's not one that just shines above the rest. It's all pretty average. And she seems like a really cool person. I've read a few interviews with her. Her first album was great. And... You know, I know we say in our little thing like we don't po we give artists the respect because they do what they do. But I, and I do, but this is awful. Mm. There's, there's not, there's no saving grace. I'm not even going to tell you any good tracks because there are none, and it's clearly, maybe it's up both of us, but. There's a lot of reviews that certainly don't mirror this opinion. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'm going to listen to it again this morning and see if I oh. missed the trick. No. <laughs> um I haven't. It's not enjoyable. It's, do you know what? It's not even unenjoyable. It's just so bland that it's just nothing. It doesn't evoke anything in you. It doesn't even evoke... You know, even when I think about the albums you've made me listen to that I hate, at least it invokes a fire. Yeah. At least it makes me want to go, so oh, shit. Yeah. Or there's something about, this is nothing. Flat line. <laughs> Flat line. That would be how I would describe it. I've got to give it two out of ten. Oh, God. A
0: one out of five. Uh, all right. Okay. You ready? Uh, verbatim. <laughs> now, we haven't spoken, apart from your little text apology, right? We haven't spoken about this. No. Word for word, what I've written. This was tough listening, which is weird because it's easy listening. It's just so average, and maybe because we've been spoiled by the choice of great albums, right? Which we have, apart from we're going through a bit of a lull right now, and that's the current. But we've had some really great, great albums, right? This is just so bland, and it's dull. You've got, I just look, you've got a a keyboard, which obviously you use for Ableton, right? It feels like a Casio keyboard made this whole album. I reckon
1: I could do that. It just
0: just feels so. And the songs all blend into one another Background music at its very best And it's cheeky because it's only eight bloody songs What are we going to get to now? Like what's... I whinged about ten <laughs> We're now at fucking eight Like, whoa I mean, seriously yeah. At what But point? you want
1: this to be ten though? No, but it's eight
0: <laughs> songs It's not an EP It's not a cheeky little EP Which is five it's not an album which is 10 Whenever And it's eight... funny
1: you say that Because there was actually a band That I did want to talk about in the homework But it was an EP It's not a full album And there's 7
0: Oh see that annoys me so much so, so a band's
1: EP is 7
0: But that's a good EP Because it, it, that, that's right But this is so I just I actually go Seriously same as you the, Look 21st Century the intro Is actually okay Right The last song Gullible Full Is actually okay Right if you were in a pub, busy pub, right, noise, drinking glasses, the whole thing, and that was background music, fine, fine,
1: because right? it's average flatline. Band. But
0: it's it's yeah, because it's background music. But when you just have to listen to it, to your point, there's nothing much that stands out, and it just it comes across as lazy. Yeah, or a lack of talent, maybe. No, well, I don't. She could sing. And, and her first album shows that there is time I don't know what it is it's just it's 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 actually same as you, you but you gave me a little go oh that'll be something different yeah okay that'll be okay looking forward to that and I listened to it and I went, oh, this is just oh. yeah. 3 out of ten from me oh couple, couple of songs bit like I said i don't I wouldn't give a bit for effort but three out of ten from me that's okay. not good so next week, oh God, please give us something good
1: <laughs> no so, well, I- <laughs> So, Scottish singer Callum Beatty.
0: Who? Yep. Oh, uh, If you've thrown a nothing, another Jerry Sinema no, 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 me, No, I he's not. He's to go
1: probably closer to Lewis Capaldi than he is Jerry Sinema. Oh, Cinema. for
0: Pete's sake.
1: So, Callum Beatty with his new album that got released yesterday, People Like Us, and this really interesting album by a guy called Baxter Jury. Do you know him? No. And the album's The Night Chancers. I would say Baxter Jury is kind of like... The streets oh. Meet Sleaford Mall If uh. you were 60
0: Oh That actually Because I, I the Sleaford Mall I don't get Right Great sound But I don't like uh, Just very unusual band. So this Okay that sounds This
1: is different
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh for God! It was sake. this week
1: I was so excited Because this week Was meant to be Buffy Clyro And I was so pumped That'd be good And they've moved it to August <sighs> Um and also the nineteen seventy five. So you dodged that bullet. But um I'm gonna try it's to keep coming.
0: Dodging that one.
1: So that's your homework for this week. Do you know what actually? The fact that these bands are doing that, it has made me listen to so many albums and research bands, because I look at for all the new releases that are coming out and oh. there's a few websites that tell you. So there's like different indie websites, different this and so there's a and a lot of the time it doesn't tell you if they're British or not because we're obviously trying to maintain all the bands that we listen to in the homework are British, and so um, there are so many bands though, that are coming out of it that I actually go oh you're not British but that sounds good. Um,
0: Any Australians? Can we whack yes, in a couple of Aussies? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but there are. But um, yeah, like this, there are some. The whole point is That we're actually Going to be covering Albums and bands That might be a little Less known And that's not a bad thing
0: No it's not Look
1: I'm I, I, It's making me work harder I've got to be honest <laughs> I
0: have zero time To listen to music I really struggle To get through the albums That you give me At the moment I'm just really Really busy So I've, I haven't i have even looked At new releases In Spotify I haven't had a chance Like I just
1: like, No there's none So good luck <laughs>
0: Right, you ready to get into this week? So, we're not playing anything. That's the other side of it. But what I want to do is I want to slip in an extra song from Gomez. Okay. Good, thank you. All right, Gomez. This week's album with How We Operate. Um, so, we covered Bring It On and we spoke about the British artist Reggie Pedro who did most of Gomez's singles and albums. He passed away in 2007. He was only 35 years old. Um, they moved on to a guy called... James Bellicini. He's an Australian dude. Hmm. Right? Now, he's done covers for the Triple J albums, The Vines, Paul Mac, The Living End, and Grinspoon. Mm-hmm. And do you remember the old big day out posters? Like it was like this montage of colour. Yep. They're beautiful. So he done this this cover. Um just on that. So you've got the Vines, Paul Mack, The Living End and Grinspoon Have you ever listened to any of those? All of them And? The Vines were really good The Vines were great I
1: had no idea they were Australian
0: mm-hmm. But they The Living End mm. Some, oh, some good, good songs business, yeah. Great what live Did you say at the end there? Paul Mack? Nah Paul Mack, you'd know some of his dance numbers And he did uh, The Dis Associatives I Oh, think. I do know them Yep, very good band With uh, Daniel Johns uh, and Greenspoon, they're solid as well yeah, but, um, also, yeah, The Vines, I would love to talk about it. I need to do some research But the Vines were their own bloody worst enemy yeah. They came out and attacked all the press And so the press went Alright, we're not going to talk about you then That was the end of their career <laughs> <laughs> uh, So this was released on the 2nd of May 2006 It is Gomez's fifth album Which is kind of why I want to discuss it Because in Gomez's career Everyone remembers what happened in the front two Right? But no one talks about the tail ends of their career, and this is a great album.
1: Yep. <laughs> uh, yep. It's, a, <laughs> like, you know, it's not a great album. It's not great.
0: Okay, all right. But it's not bad. Okay. Uh, I, I would say, yeah, okay, maybe it's a good, not great album because it does have a couple of songs on it that are not great.
1: And also, and we could talk about it when we get into it. Think about the albums, apart from tourists. Think about the albums that we have been talking about, probably will talk about, and look, the other albums that came out in that in that decade.
2: Yeah.
1: Is that punching up there? No. Nah. It's punching up there for Gomez. Right. But it's not in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the, you asked me last week, you said... You think you'll you'll have had a win if I think it's better than the other albums that they did after Bring It On. Yeah, yeah. You can have that.
0: Hey, I'll take it. Okay, good. that's
1: it. Oh. So I think this is where this is where my discussion through the tracks will go. I love the first Gomez albums. You know, we spoke about it. Correct. In season one, loved it. It was in our top ten. Was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. And then Liquid Skin, a mm. couple of good songs on that. Yeah,
0: yeah, but not... Mm.
1: I wouldn't even be able to tell you what the third and fourth albums there are called. Go. Yep. Um,
0: that's my point.
1: And so this is actually probably not not bad. Um, it's better than Athlete. Can I give you that?
0: <laughs> no. Okay. That- so I, I. that's why I want to talk about this, because I think a lot of people would have cast away... Gomez. Yep. Yep. I and I think this is an album that actually, if you're a Gomez fan or you'd, you you like some of Gomez's stuff, but you'd kind of forgotten about them, go back and listen to this album because I think you'll actually have a really good time doing it. Yep. Right. I'm not saying this compares to Doves, Editors, or that style of music that's coming out that brash, different sound. This is just a it's a nice, solid album, and it's good to hear Gomez doing well again. And I don't think people know about it. Cool. Right. Okay. So, their previous album to this was Split the Difference. What do you remember from that?
1: The. um, Great. Nothing.
0: Yeah. Exactly my point. And what followed this album was a New Tide. Remember that? Uh no. Exactly my point. So Split the Difference came out in two thousand and four. Went to number thirty five. What followed it with a a New Tide was number sixty three. Number sixty three. The label was ATO Records. Now, so this was the first on the label, co-founded by Dave Matthews, as in the Dave Matthews oh, Band. Wow. Thoughts on that? Don't like them. I got taken to a concert to see them. They were terrible, oh. terrible. Um, so ATO Records was set up in 2000, and their first album released was David Gray's White Ladder. Mm. So they, he... I think David Gray did it on his own, and they re-released it. But that was the one that generated all the sales, basically. Uh, recorded in Rack Studios, the producer Gomez and Gill or Jill Norton. Uh, he's done Pixies, Echo, and the Bunnymen, Del Amitri, Del Scottish, oh, right? them. Uh, in the nineties, Terrorvision, Long Picks Cast, Maximal Park, uh, and he actually did the Color and the Shape by the Foo Fighters. All oh, right. Brilliant album. 51 minutes, 12 tracks. What number do you think this got to?
1: <laughs> Did it chart? It charted. 83.
0: Oh, it's bloody close. 69. And how long do you think it was in the top 100? I reckon you'll get this one. Three weeks. Oh, it was one. Uh. <laughs> All right. Shall we do uh, tracks? So, albums. The Very Best of Nina Simone. Eyes Open by Snow Patrol, The Singles by Feeder, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers with Stadium Arcadium, mm. Mm. Bright Idea by Orson. Mm. Who's that? Don't know. Okay, Primal Screen with Riot City Blues. Ooh. Surprise by Paul Simon. Bring You Home by Ronan Kean Oh. Twelve Stops and Home by Feeling. Don't know who they are. Smile It Confuses People by Sandy Tom. Who the heck?
1: She was Scottish, I'm sure. What a
0: great name for an album. Smile It Confuses People. Brilliant.
1: She had a really famous track off that single it's in the singles.
0: Okay, let's find out. Number but ten. Was, number one,
1: was she number one?
0: Uh yes, she was number one. Oh yeah, right. Uh singles? Three lines? That can't be right. Did that get re released? Jesus. Is it it must have, yeah, it must have got re-released. Is it Any Wonder by Keen?
1: Is uh, it not bad.
0: Mm. Is this the way to The World Cup by Tony Christie? Yeah, it is. Who knew by Pink From Paris to Berlin? Don't know that song. It's quite internal. Infernal. Crazy by Niles Barclay. I love that song. Oh, I like that. They did another song that I really liked. Uh, Munster by Automatic. Oh. That's that band that everyone is telling me I should uh, I should talk about. Well now I know what to listen to.
1: It's probably not very good then if I you think you'll like it
0: Embrace world at your feet I wish It was a Punk rocker by Sandy Tom That's it What's that go like?
1: I, was a, I can't remember this But that was huge
0: uh, And a man by Nelly Furtado
1: <gasps> Man man-eater. That's on my little Sing star Let's sing 2000 How's that going? 2020 I've sung them all now It's boring
0: uh, you know how we've uh, we talked about Wheel of Fortune on the. Yeah. We sat down as a family to have a game last night uh, on the weekend, and uh, we knew all the answers because we're all we're, we've basically we've been playing it much, but well, now it's all the right same. Round? Yeah, it's got the same clues now. I'm like, oh, it's gold hooped earrings again. So. Oh no. Not much boy. depth in the old Wheel of Fortune. No. Um. What are you playing now? Yeah.
1: I've started that journey while I'm in the middle of it
0: Lovely, lovely game Weird game, but lovely What? uh, You made a wee friend yet? Yeah Oh, that's cool
1: Keep losing them though
0: Oh, that's nice And then then. you do
1: They
0: come (laughs) back again (laughs) It's a good weird game Grid What's Grid? I don't know,
1: it was the free one, the car thing
0: Did you get a free car game?
1: Yeah, Grid Oh, Oh, I never got that Yeah
0: Oh, okay I have been playing Farming Simulator 2019 Cool you would love it. Really? Oh, because it's just you start with nothing, grow some crops, get a wee tractor, Aww. zip about. Nice. It's, it's actually it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh shall we get into Gomez then? Yeah. Gomez formed in 96 from Southport, comprising of Ian Ball, Paul Blackie Blackburn, Tom Gray, Ben Otwell, and Ollie Peacock. This is a fifth album with a new record label, ATO Records, as I mentioned. The previous two albums were with Hutt Records. However they had massive uh, They had massive issues with them And overall just bad timing In short In Our Gun Which came out in 2002 Was when the label was uh, Was going through cost cutting And downscaling Split the difference was in 2004 uh, Which was when Hutt was sold to EMI 20% of the artists on Hut were dropped While the rest were moved to other labels Within the EMI group Gomez was dropped oh. Thoughts on that? Shame <laughs> Um, So after this they were a bit lost Grey to Rolling Stone We were expected to find that entirely acceptable And carry on like nothing had happened We were basically on a label that didn't exist anymore Putting out records but nobody is working on them And no one is promoting them We had to think about everything and go Okay do we want to be a band still We've been beaten up a lot over the last four years What the fuck To the Independent, Grey also said When we made our CD, Split the Difference, in 2004, we were a mess. Half of us were in personal turmoil due to marriages and long-term relationships breaking down. And half of us were hanging on for dear life, wondering if we were still a band. Meanwhile, our record company's falling apart and our manager isn't even getting out of bed. It was like, thank you, men in the sky who make decisions. Thanks a lot. That's pretty crap. Like, you just want to make records and everything is falling down around you. That sucks. Um... The gigs, so they actually still were selling out gigs everywhere uh, and that made them want to continue. Once we made the decision to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and go for it properly again, we decided that we shouldn't be fucking about and get on with this. Make the best record and fight back. That was the strategy. So a new label with a new producer, Jill Norton, who we discussed earlier, who they let take full control. Great. It's always been sort of a group effort. But with Operate, we purposely made it someone else's dominion to make all the decisions, which is incredibly freeing. We were like, shit, can you actually believe we're doing this? We told ourselves we'd never do this. What do you reckon musicians do once they finish? Like, what do, what do they do? Like, football players trying to get into commentary, coaching... Buy a pub, normally. Musicians buy a pub? No, footballers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I don't know what they do. I suppose they could get into production... Um, it would depend on how successful you've been. Like, can you live off the royalties? Can you live off the money you made from your record deals?
2: Yeah.
1: Can you live still off the sales? Like, if you're kind of in that, you sold a few records, people knew you. Probably you can't. You've probably got to go and do something else. Yeah, yeah. I do remember there being this real thing when we were doing season one, where you would talk about where are they now, and they were always like teaching. Music teachers. Oh yeah, there were
0: music teachers, yeah.
1: Universities or music production courses or, you know, maybe they help produce other albums, maybe they get into different professions. Um, you know, a lot of... It depends on when they started. Like, if they're a young band who were like 18 when they started, they probably didn't have a career prior. Mm. Sometimes you hear about people who've had careers prior and then they got became successful and they go back to that. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think... Being a successful band is so much harder than people think because you just assume, you see the people on, like when we were younger, like on top of the pops, you thought they must be loaded and mm-hmm. it'd be dead easy and mm-hmm. it's really not because mm-hmm. it can vanish like that. Correct. And so like for a band, I think Gomez are the perfect, do you know how I see Gomez? Like when you think about like a an oasis, it's probably, they're probably like the, you know, the Messies of the world. Like you know who they are. They can probably live off their name for years.
0: Gomez are, are the Messies. Or no, no like, Oasis are the Messies. Yeah, like
1: Lionel Messi, right? Right. If you think about football terms. He yeah. can probably retire from football and just live off of that forever. Yeah, yeah. All the sponsorship deals, the whole thing. Don't think you could. Gomez are probably like that. You know that. Solid central defender that played for... Probably the top of their game. Maybe got a couple of games in the Premier League, <laughs> kind of that solid. Maybe well, they, got called up to the um, to their to their national squad. Maybe three or four caps, but just that. Part, and then ended their career probably playing for like Hearts, and <laughs> and you know you're like oh, and then and so. Made a living, okay, good at their trade, like, okay, good enough to be doing that. Because yeah, yeah, let's yeah. be fair, how many people play football? You actually do have to have a bit of talent to get signed professionally. Let's be as much as we slag off footballers that we don't like and crap teams, you still have to be at a decent level even to play for East absolutely right, right. But they're there, they're, they played maybe central defence, they're not central defence, they're not, and so you can't, those football players can't then live off. The, the the deal they got with the, like with Nike yeah, for the yeah. football boots yeah it's yeah. like they played football they try to save as much money from the for playing football they'll be
0: done by thirty five and then right? you
1: gotta go yeah. and do something else
0: yeah yeah
1: Gomez are in that camp I've so seen... like, you
2: know, yeah that, I'm not being
1: cruel I, no no because um, they got to the top of their game like they got picked for their national team I'm not saying they're scuffing around they got picked for whatever I mean the country's probably Wales but but what I'm just sp-
0: <laughs> Wales are better than
1: us. But I'm thinking That's back then. Good. Now it is <laughs> Wales or Scotland or Northern Ireland like that. They didn't.
0: We're not uh. even in the same league as them anymore. God, anyway, um, yeah. Oh, I look. Do you remember if we had Gomez in the top eleven? Do you remember we had we did the top eleven plus subs?
1: Oh, they wouldn't be in. They'd be in the. They'd
0: be, be in the subs. Yeah. Right. Okay. Got it. I saw I saw a tweet the other day, and it was this, an artist I'm not familiar with, but they had said. Just got my royalty cheque from Spotify. To put this into perspective, one of my songs has had 1.2 million listens. And he goes, that is just one of my tracks, on my album," And he goes, I've got a cheque for £47. 1.2 million, just for one song. And he gets £47 from Spotify. It's pretty poor It's pretty poor Pretty poor um, Alright, so I noticed how you said Hearts are not a United player
1: Huh? You... No, because United at one point did reach the dizzy heights of European success And have won the league <laughs> So, you know
0: And also Hearts just got relegated Yeah
1: <laughs> Couldn't happen to a better bunch of maroon bellies <laughs>
0: Jambos. The reason why she's saying that is we've got a lot of mates who are hearts fans.
1: No, not just that. I just find them relatively offensive, having lived near Gorgie for years in Edinburgh <laughs> with their stupid maroon colour. Jam tarts. Why do you want to be called a cake? Anyway, move on.
0: It says you with your orange strip.
1: It's tangerine. Tangerine terrors.
0: <laughs> maroon and tangerine. I know bit I'd
1: rather be. Colin
0: Kettle, isn't nah. it?
1: <laughs> maroon. It's even a stupid. Aussies can't even say it, Maroon, doesn't nuts Oh really? Have you never noticed no, that? No, I've never noticed it Watch when State of Origin comes on and you go Oh, and the Maroons, and I'm like, who?
0: <laughs> Sounds like a fancy word for Morons Moron. Right, back to the Independent Broadly speaking, you could describe how we operate as another Americana record It's more acoustic based though, with better melodies and stronger choruses The Gomez Modus Operandi Operandi is such that the three lead singers in the band, Otwell, Grey and Ball, sometimes write for each other's voices. Thus, Otwell, whose powerful baritone rasp has long been the most noteworthy uh, sound in the Gomez arsenal, tackles chasing ghosts with alcohol, although its lyric is a, be- is a ball-penned one about the demise of his last relationship. On the flip side, Grey will write a song for Ben, such as See the World. Harry, you- that's interesting. You, I write a song and I get you to sing it? Because of your The way your voice works
1: I think songs do fit voices
0: Yeah okay I do
1: actually think Gomez do that really well
0: They do They do
1: will, Yeah they do And I think that makes sense It depends on what the song's around Like Ben's voice does suit A very different type of song He's
0: got such a unique voice doesn't he But
1: it's a great voice
0: Yeah yeah Um also from The Independent, there is something reassuring about the Gomez story. The music industry can break hearts and trash friendships, no, di- no, no, no doubt about it. But here is a five-way bond that has surri- survived the kind of career wobbles that often led to infighting and on-paper squabbles between lawyers. Ottawa says that Gomez have never lost faith in their ability to make decent music together. That and being careful to keep on talking while giving each other much-needed space has certainly been useful. But Gomez's policy of splitting royalties evenly, regardless of who wrote what, has certainly helped. What's your opinion on that? Do you think lead singers should get more money? Do you think the writers should get more money? Or would you divide it completely fairly? Tough one, isn't it? How do you think Oasis done it?
1: (laughs) Well, (laughs) probably not fairly. Um... (laughs) And with that, you wonder. It depends on how much impact... Like, okay, let's just... I feel like I'm someone who I think you should get... You should get back what you put in.
0: Oh, right. Here we go.
1: So I think that... So let's just say there's four people in a band and the drummer does nothing other than play the drums, doesn't really input into the songwriting, doesn't really, you know... Do you get as much? When you've got someone who's probably... Writing the songs, writing the melodies, writing the lyrics, getting the band together, doing that, organising the record deal. Like, mm-hmm. so there's a bit of that, but then if you're a band, you're a team. You are a team. And so therefore...
0: I think in that, per- like I said, that perfect know, you- dynamic where everyone is in, contributing, thinking, hey, I've just created this rift or I've got this drum beat and I don't know what to do with it, but, you know, like, okay, that's everyone coming to the party... Apart from Jimmy just rocks up when he needs to and plays the drums and that's it.
1: But would you be... I'm not even sure that would be able to happen. Like, If you're in a band like this, you just can't be rocking up.
0: You've got to contribute. You've got to to. be part of it.
1: And I think that would... It would come down to the relationship. If you're four mates that started a band together and with all the same dreams and the same hopes and you're all chipping in, then fair enough. Mm -hmm. If it's one of those professional arrangements where it's like... Oh, it's just in the later days when they hired, like, a Gem Archer or whoever. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They come in with the understanding. Yeah,
1: different. Yeah, okay, But I think if you're that. mates, would you really want to be four mates and you pay the drummer less than the lead guitarist just because he plays drums? Mm. Not okay. really.
0: Uh, have you seen As It Was yet?
1: No, I was going to watch it on Friday, but it was too nice a day and I went out. But it feels like something I'll do this weekend because it's raining.
0: Well, let's park that to the next episode then, because I really want to get your thoughts on uh, Liam's. It's, it's like it's a documentary about him, right? About the how the Oasis split went down and how he's bounced back. And can't wait to talk about it. Okay, your boy Liam.
1: I'll try and watch it this weekend then.
0: It's yeah okay.
1: With my new heater and my sixteen bottles of wine.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, so. Reviews, professional reviews, right, for this album, right? Guardian, what do you reckon they gave it?
1: They do
0: them out of five, don't they? Yeah. Two. Oh, three. Sometimes things need to take a ton for the worse for a band to get back to what they're good at. After a decade spent honing their guys as a geekish rockers with a scientific approach to the blues, Gomez have reacted to being dumped by their record company by rediscovering their sense of fun. Prefix, six out of ten. There aren't any real missteps But neither is how we operate A step forward And for a band With as much talent as Gomez An album that feels Like a little bit of a holding pattern Can't help feel Like a relative disappointment All music 8 out of 10 I should have written that How we operate Is a strong focus And a complete pleasure To engage It's maturity and confidence Beyond anything they have released thus far And the experimentalism brought into play on the other albums is here, though the textures, tempos, and frameworks are significantly above. Uh, Above all else, this is most certainly a Gomez record, one that they couldn't have possibly created earlier. Its maturity and confidence uh, offer a new dimension to a sound that is already full of complexity, paradox, and a pronounced, now intractable, identity. God, that was a mouthful. Have you ever listened to uh, the follow-up, Gomez albums Did you ever listen to A New Tide Or whatever's on your mind No Uh, Not bad So A New Tide 8 out of 10 From Pop Matters And so ends Another Gomez album A very fine one And how can one Describe it ultimately I'm coming to realise That this is not a band Well served by reviews That pass around Generic terms Like their secret passwords The best way to approach Is to take a stab At describing the beautiful Sound they make And then stand back Someone just might Decide to, to listen Um I actually liked uh, a new Tide. I think it's good. There's some really nice songs on it. And whatever's on your mind, which came out in 2011, number 65, Pitchfork, two point seven out of ten. They love a decimal point, old Pitchfork, don't they? How do
1: they get it? I need to find it. Figure it out.
0: Have <laughs> they got this mass like they Excel calculator in? So. Or is it like hey, two point seven? I feel like
1: you've let me down not doing one of them.
0: Of course, if whatever. Were merely an easygoing and utterly harmless platter of barbecue background music, big deal. They put out one every two years or so. I guess I've never noticed it on previous records, but this album lyrics reach a fascinating fulcrum where laziness can actually become an art act of aggression. After about 10 minutes, you're locked into an extremely discomforting magneticism that goes beyond mere music. This is the rubbernecking world of smack DVDs and YouTube fights. Oh, Jesus, that's I, I have no idea what they're actually talking about. It is a bit more poppy, but I, I really liked it. Um, in 2012, they broke up really quietly. Since uh, they've done some solo work, so Ben Ottewell's released three albums uh, Shapes and Shadows, Rattlebag, and A Man Apart. And Ian has released two Who Goes There and Unfold Yourself. Um, well, they're doing the tour and their anniversary albums. So we saw Bring It On. Uh, what do you think of that gig?
1: I enjoyed it, it was great it was
0: Great gig, really, really good gig uh, And so I think that they were just doing Liquid Skin as well, I think I'm not sure if they got to play that out though Because of the old uh, yeah, COVID, I'm not sure Do you have anything on them before we get into some of the tracks?
1: Um, No, I'll just, can I just talk about this album?
0: You can talk about whatever you want Okay,
1: I just want to try and get my thoughts out So, my thoughts on this album are that review that you read, um, they gave it the 6 out of 10. Uh, prefix. Exactly how I feel.
0: There aren't any real missteps, but neither is how we operate a step forward.
1: Yes, bang on. So you're you're absolutely right. I can't sit here and have my usual rant and vitriol for how shit this album is, like I can with a JJ72 <laughs> or, a, or a Tourist, because that it's not. Yeah. Because it's not a bad album. It's really not But there's no step forward They never get back to bring it on for me And the other part of his review For a band that obviously have that much talent Mm -hmm. Why do we Why is this where we reach?
0: Well see I
1: disagree I think this is a really good album But I just think it's an I think it's an average album Doesn't offend me Didn't dislike it Enjoyed listening to it Mm -hmm. Won't go back to it probably Okay um, but wasn't going. Oh my
0: god! What's he giving me now? And on have, the flip side, you weren't blown away by it either. No, so you're in the middle. So
1: and that's why I've kind of got this bit a bit of apathy about it. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't excited today to talk about it because it doesn't give me any of the feelings. Even the albums you give me, I hate. I look forward to it because <laughs> I'm coming at you. And I, but I've got enough passion about it to yeah, actually see. Yeah. Say yeah. What was that, and then i I'll, I'll just go through it and I want to talk about it this album didn't f- I didn't wake up today and go, "Oh yeah, it's gomez, I didn't mind it, I mean that's not interesting listening for people, but I can't yeah yeah, yeah. i don't it's certainly just a, a nice it's a nice album, it's a good album
0: mm-hmm. didn't blow your socks off
1: didn't blow my socks off, okay, okay, and it's hard because I want to be able to. I don't like being in the middle ground.
0: Yeah, I, you feel and weird. that's why I feel yeah. weird. Because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. never
1: on the middle ground. No,
0: you're not. You go one way or the other.
1: And then I can't with this. Because no. it would be unfair. Because I can't sit here and say I just like this album because that would be untrue. But I can't... And so I do enjoy it. But I don't love it. Um,
0: See, I... Do, okay, so that's, that's alright. I'm fine with that. So I do like this album. And I actually have it on regular um, playing. So, yeah, because yeah, it's just... You know, sometimes uh, you, you want a bit of familiarity. You uh, And there are some really nice, beautiful tracks on this. And it's a really nice, easy listen. It's, you know, it just it's something you just put on. And for me, so first of all, when I first heard it, it surprised me because I actually really enjoyed it. And I'd lost track of Gomez. So this brought me back into Gomez. And then the second thing, this is just a really comfortable album. Like it's a nice... You could put it on while you're doing the housework You can put it on when you're cleaning You could put it on when you're working It's a beautiful day now You could sit outside This album would suit that If you're sitting outside Will you kill Kenny Reading your Malcolm Turnbull book And that's fine
1: But my point is right? When we're talking about this We're talking about albums that we're picking That we like. The way that I spoke about Star Sailor last week like that's how you should feel that burn. Yeah, having a nice album on the background, having a Kilkenny. That I've got millions of albums like that. Yeah, yeah. None of them would even come close to me wanting to say this is one of the best albums of 2000 to 2010.
2: Mm. So, that's
1: my argument here. I guess, was at the beginning when I asked you, does it really stand up from, from all of the British albums from, and indie albums from 2000 to 2010? Does that
0: really? Yeah, but I Stack like this up. better than your albums. I like this better than editors. I'm going to listen to this more than the doves. I'm going to listen... This is just... So, I don't know what... I... To your point, it's probably not that bells and whistles, something different and unique, but for me, it's a bit of old but not even about
1: from. my albums. Do You think it... Even some of the listeners up, Do you really genuinely think it's up there. That's what I'm saying.
0: I like it. And it's my choice.
1: You're being very... not okay. I'm trying, I'll try and ask you another way. Think about... Some of the other albums that you'll probably go to talk about. Yeah. Yep. Like, what I'm trying to get to is that in that 10 years, there were numerous British albums released. Forget you like it and you have it on in the but background. But again,
0: so, again, to that point, think about where I was, right? So, I'm not in the UK, so these new bands, I'm not I'm not getting much from, right?
1: But this argument and about so... not being in the UK really falls short because it's not as if... that. I don't understand why that makes any difference because you still listened to music. You, you didn't Correct. you didn't live on the moon. Correct. And so I go, you still heard of the you still knew these bands. You might not have known every single one, but you still knew most of them. i am just what the only thing I would say is the thing that I struggle with the most, I guess about this album, is that and it doesn't have to be forget what they're not comparing it to my pick. I'm just in general, of all those albums, do you really think it still stands up to that? If we did this again,
2: mm-hmm.
1: we'd still pick this. I like this As album. As one of your yeah. favourite albums of the decade. Yes.
0: Okay, that's fine. Because I listen to it regularly. I like it. And, you know, I... For me, not hearing... Not being in Britain was a big thing. And then... So when you look at familiar names of bands, stumbled across this, and I went, Oh, wow, that's great. And then I also find out that it's not too well known elsewhere anyway. So... Yeah I want to talk about it That's good then And you've already admitted There's some really nice songs on it so. Oh no there
1: are And that's what I'm saying though As long as you can still If you still believe Because we do pick them Like last week I was a bit nervous That maybe I've picked that And it's not going to stand up There's Some of the albums I've picked At yeah. the beginning I'm like oh I wonder If they stand up
0: Yeah 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 But I'm going to leave this Like I'll tell you now Doves Not played since we listened to it Editors Not played it since we So I'm probably never Going to listen to them again
1: Okay right? but they're just my picks Think about the listener picks Or your other picks
0: uh, give me one. So,
1: like the JJ 72s
0: well, J- I'll listen to that because it's my it's my music. So the music. Would you listen to that? No, one? no, no. Bad example. Star Sailor. Absolutely. Like Star Sailor. Okay. Love the last album. But you know what I mean. Like it's it's um, you can't. There are just albums that you're gonna go that you're gonna, I'm gonna like long, more than you, right? But they're probably not gonna have the same effect. They're not gonna be that big brass. Debut albums or This is the fifth album Shall we get into songs? Yes Because some people haven't heard this damn album And they should probably make their minds up So it starts off with Notice What do you think of the intro?
1: Not a bad start When I put this on I was like Oh actually This is going to be okay It's nice isn't it? There's no Yeah
0: Gorgeous song Nice intro Really sets the scene for what's coming up You get the two Ben and Ian's vocals on it Yeah That beautiful contrasting style that um, Gomez has Ams, he's longing for a girl who doesn't notice him in that way. If for all like many others who admire her and in the process of only seeing her, he gives up opportunities and fails to notice others. Um I think it's gorgeous. I definitely it's not my song, but I definitely like to play it. It's a great start to the album Yeah, great start. Notice If you say anything bad about this song, I'm coming at you. It's a lovely song. Yay! No, it
1: genuinely is. Have
0: you seen the video to it's it? It's a great
1: start to the album, actually. The first.
0: Okay, good. No, I haven't. The video is uh, point of view. Uh, guy's putting his shoes on, and these they're sort of these white, dapper shoes. Uh, think about, you know the Smack My Bitch Up video, like that point of view? Oh, yeah, right yeah. Right like that, right? Anyway, leaves his house, gets on a plane... Goes to America South America All this sort of stuff And it's all from his point of view And all the time In all these different situations He's wearing a lovely pair of shoes Gets home at the end of the video Puts his shoes in a box Next to all these other shoes That have been around the world So nice So lovely Um, Apparently it was on the house TV show You ever see that? No I never got into house Um, I think this is just a lovely So this was played at my wedding Don't know if you knew It was on the wedding playlist Because I think it's a lovely song
1: I didn't know that Okay well there you go It is a lovely song
0: Um, well, It's about saying to someone Wake up Open your eyes Look what's good in your life With your music And the opportunities that it brings A reaffirmation Why the five of you Got the band together In the first place That's precisely it It Says great We grew up in the same streets together We were born in the same hospitals And we went to the same colleges For a while there We'd lost our enthusiasm But this new album We really got it back Uh, This is my pick It makes me so happy when I hear the song So, let's play See the World
4: Day to day Where do you want to be? Cause now you're trying to pick a fight Everyone, you need. You seem like a soldier whose last is composure.
0: Song on the album Title track. How often do you get the Not best often. track being the title track? And I
1: always like what it is.
0: Uh so the band I did
1: last week too, Love Is Here.
0: Yeah, that is yeah, that is true actually. Mm. that's a that's a good track as well, There's right?
1: Two title tracks in a row.
0: The video song. Video is very simple, black and white, the the band play. Um the chorus, the way it slides in, just beautiful. Uh the song apparently Grey's Anatomy, you ever watch that? Yeah. What's that like? People go on about that show <laughs>
1: it's, There's just so much of it
0: Like there's a lot of episodes to it's,
1: it it's not, it's not normal, there shouldn't be that much. many episodes of anything Oh It's alright, oh, I think it's one of those ones where you can, <laughs> They should have just done it in 5 series Not 18, I think we're on 18 now <laughs> Nothing should have 18 Are you still series. watching it? No, I gave up, because you just go like, is this it's the same again. You just get bored. Right, okay. You just want things to have... There seems to be no... I think I like series where they end, as in you know you're waiting for what's actually going to happen and the series ends. This just seems... goes on, same thing.
0: Somebody's uh, in so love it's with not some, overarching...
1: No, it's like the characters, they fall in love with this person and then it's all will they or will will they get together, won't they get together, and in the middle of that somebody comes in with like a... Post box stuck through their eyeball. That to... <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, we better put our love triangle to bed while we save this person's life, and then they save the life, and then they look at each other over the operating theatre and realise they love each other again because they're saving this person. But I... then they fall out again, and then another trauma comes in, and then it's far out, and you're like that. It's just a roller coaster. <laughs>
0: You've pretty much just That's told it. me the 18 seasons. That I don't need to ever watch it. No, her. you don't. Um, turn me inside out and upside down Try to see things my way Turn a new page Tear the old one out But I'll try to see things your way So this is your track How We Operate This is a great
1: song Though Even the, the, the way it starts is amazing It hooks you straight And I love it I just think it's a beautiful song
0: Okay I So we three for three Yeah
1: we are That's what I'm saying It's not a bad album
0: <sighs> Okay uh, So let's play in full How We Operate
1: Okay. You've come off thing is it's hard because you come off the back of how we operate. And it's not as strong as the others.
0: It's a good song. It's a foot tapper, but I'm there w i am there I agree a little bit with you. It's not as strong.
1: No, it's a great first three tracks of the album are not you can't fault them.
0: Uh yeah. It seems that the song's about convincing a friend to break it off with their significant other. The friend knows that the love has died in the relationship but is too fearful to let it go. Oh. oh, don't let it take you like it nearly took me. Fear. Don't let it fool you like it nearly fooled me. Fear. Oh. Uh Shall we play a bit of Hamoa Beach? I'm going in.
4: <laughs> Be with and without. That's just the fear. Talking. That's just the fear. Talking. That's just the fear.
0: Girl shapes left away.
2: Yeah, I like it. It's okay.
0: Okay, okay. So first single. Uh, the video is this guy sitting down at a, a sort of uh, his dinner table, and obviously his girlfriend is running around. And she brings him, like, a glass of water, but throws it in his face. Cool. Brings him a glass of wine, tips it all over him, makes some pasta for dinner, chucks it on his head, like, walks past him, throws him over Like, just, it's about him basically just getting beaten up in his relationship. It's quite, it's quite good, actually. Um, It's about, obviously, love and the chemical reaction with your brain and becoming addicted uh, to love, but with a volatile girl. You know, so you're in love with someone who knows probably... Uh, not the best view. She's a wicked girl, worse than all the world. A mystery lies in her. She spends her days in a violent rage. Try as her might, I love her. See, it's nice. Good Ryan did really well. Um, do you want to play it? We'll come into the skipper. Okay. All right. goal ship love truck.
4: messes with my head
2: Don't ask me why The
4: girl-shaped love drug messes with your mind Don't ask me why The girl-shaped love drug messes with my mind
0: Facing Ghosts with Alcohol Is
1: this your skipper?
0: I'm not a fan of this
1: Yeah I'm not either I was surprised though
0: Um, I think because on the last five The relatively upbeat Yes The last five tracks And then this song is obviously quite full on I feel this is about coming home after a long time And the feeling you get from the memories That sadly don't go away no matter what Uh, To me it's a first May song It's not bad, not great Is it a skipper? Maybe But it is sad It is haunting It does come across Take one day of my lifestyle Passing ghosts in the street I chase them away with alcohol But they don't get drunk That's really good writing Mm. Whether I like the song or not Um, I'm going to skip it Yeah okay uh, Which takes us to Tear Your Love Apart
1: I really really like this song What?
0: I've gone it's okay Really? I really
1: like this song I don't know why
0: Okay, wow. I think the last minute of this song is, is really, really good. There's nothing to blame to get in our way or, or tear our love apart. If we're in the same place, it won't matter where we are. Oh, oh. it's all about the feels. Uh, so let's play this. Tear yeah. your love apart. Okay. Kind like I'm waiting for the
1: no because I've, genuinely this is what I'm going to say the thing is that's what I was trying to say the whole time I'm not this is not one of these albums that you go because I like Gomez. you're not wild
0: but you know what no
1: you can't hate it I don't know what you'd hate about it there's nothing to hate okay there's nothing to hate about Gomez like no. when I think about thinking about all the bands that I hate mm-hmm. right there's mm-hmm. always something that's annoying mm-hmm. like JJ seventy two don't sing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sing. Really annoying. Ash. Bit noisy. But don't like it. Um, what other ones that I really disliked?
0: Cooler shekel.
1: Yeah. Awful. <laughs> Cheesy pat voice. Indian vibes that were just absolute cliches. Horrible. What Gomez do, the central defender, always solid, are solid. Right? They... How could you not enjoy both of their voices, especially Ben's voice? They have this really great way of bringing different noises and textures into songs other bands don't do. Mm -hmm. Or when they try to do sounds really shit. Mm. And they just seem to do that seamlessly. They can certainly, like, their lyrics always make sense. It's not like you're singing nonsense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's always some feeling behind the track. Yeah. Gomez are a solid, solid band, if not a great band, when they hit the heights. And I think that's why the review summed it up. There's nothing in this album. I mean, you'd be absolutely lying if you said you hated this album. Because, like, none of even the reviews, it's not a...
0: Okay, let's keep moving. Charlie Patton songs. I, because we didn't play this, I'd like to play this, because it's an awesome song. Yeah, it's a great song. Um... So this is from T Henry 14 This is a tough one You immediately see the reference about Charlie Patton Do you know who he is? No Okay I'll tell you who he is But this thing isn't as bluesy like actual Charlie Patton songs I think it's simply about the writer reflecting on his life And how he wasted time And know he can't find the women he loves So Charlie Patton was a blues musician Born in 1891 Oof Right Died in 1934 He's on Spotify oh. Right so his music it's it's incredible right so you listen so i was like all right i'll have a see if he's on spot oh my god he's on spot it just sounds sold like it's it's just obviously it just it's so it's blues musician right M- musician um the music is like a hundred years old and it just wow. it's so bizarre it that,
1: that it's on spotify. yeah
0: bizarre you open up spotify and you're listening to something that is that old it's Oh, so bizarre, but this song—the chorus just makes me melt. It has strings in it. You have me at strings. Uh, did you like the song? Oh, amazing! It okay. was going
1: to be my second pick too,
0: actually. Oh, good. Well, then we'll we'll play it. So, Charlie Patton songs. <laughs> This is the one I would completely remove from the album Same Compl- Just get rid of it Don't need it Don't need it Don't need it Women Man It's a little blue tones But I tell you the chorus is not good uh, There's If you go to the album There's comments against every track Because of the writing The lyrics The melody Or a show brought them there Or something Women Man Has not one single comment against it No Which tells me It didn't stand out to people And to me, I'd just, just skip, 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 get rid of that song off the album. You're in agreement. Okay. I am. All too much. Really? Yeah, I'm
1: not too fond of this. Oh, I like
0: this. I thought this was much, no. much better.
1: I had a bit of a long nine and ten.
0: Oh, all right, okay. Um, I like it. Nice little breakdown with the piano at three-minute mark. Uh, tell us, what's your secret? Have you got something to hide? If giving up's so easy, why do you even try oh just so good right i actually really enjoy all too much we'll play a bit of it
4: yeah you have to get involved why did you get involved
0: Last track, Cry On Demand I
1: really like it Do you?
0: I mean, I like it I mean, it's not... It's not a hurrah No I, these... I
1: like Cry On Demand better than All Too Much
0: Oh, wow, okay Yeah, I don't I like All Too Much better than Cry Okay, cool So
1: what would you end it? The... Would you just end All the All Too Much album? Oh, yeah,
0: But I, I think Cry On Demand should be in the album I'd, I'd maybe just swap the...
1: Yeah, okay uh,
0: So I think this is about cheating on your partner uh, now I realise, I realised they were wrong Because what happens in Vegas Don't take very long To travel across <laughs> continents <laughs> You've been to Vegas? hmm Talk to me about Vegas
1: Oh, I was a backpacker And I did have a funny story So basically I was um, So I was travelling with some friends And we were in San Francisco Staying with a friend of ours That we actually met in Sydney who was from the US, but then I had a friend from Scotland who was actually doing a year in Chicago. So I left my friends in San Francisco to fly to Chicago to spend some time with that friend and said, I'll meet these friends again in Vegas. Right. So they were going to be arriving first. We didn't book a hotel or anything because actually the trick is if you have, if you want to do it, if you arrive in Vegas that day and you call around all the big hotels on the day, you get good rates because they're never fully booked. You just have to be willing to take that chance. Got it. As a backpacker, you don't care. So I said to my mate, You're gonna land from San Fran first in Vegas. I don't we didn't have mobiles. I'll one but we had a one of the girls did because she was just coming over for two weeks from the UK. Got it. And so she was like, gave me her mobile. I said, I'll when I land in Vegas, I'll call you on your mobile. You just tell me what hotel that you've checked into and found, and I'll make my way there. And they were like, Right, no worries. Land in Vegas, out the airport, phone box, ding, 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 ring it, not the clearest of lines, don't have a lot of money for the phone box, said to my friend, where are you staying? I knew nothing about Vegas or hotels at this point as well. And I thought she said mirrors, right? She's Geordie girl, mirrors. She's actually saying the Mirage, which is actually quite a beautiful b- hotel. Right. And I'm like, mirrors? Right. Okay. Cool. I'll, uh, yeah. beep beep beep. I'll see you there. Bye. Done. Get in a taxi Can you take me to Mirrors please
0: Oh my god is, is it a strip club
1: No And they were like Where And I don't know Hotel I think it's Mirrors Or Mirror or Mirage And I was saying these words It'll be the Mirage And, was def- and I was like Actually oh, so I think it is You know you're right Let's go there Mirage Done Not thinking <sighs> Pull up I'm genuinely like In backpacker clothes With a rucksack Pull up into the And I'm may I don't I'm pretty sure It's not here <laughs>
0: Because it's this beautiful yeah. hotel.
1: And he's like, this is the only mirage, or close to even yeah, those yeah. words that you said. Okay, cool. And she, they had said, we might not be there, just go to reception and say your name, there'll be a key waiting for your reception. <laughs> okay, so get out the taxi.
0: You've got a backpack. A like backpack an actual, actual, like, actual
1: backpack. Oh the size God. of me, 20 kilos, full of just shit. And so then, the bellboy comes, and I was like, oh. And they're like, Hi, like, good afternoon, man, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I'll, I'll just carry that. It's better for everyone. Just don't worry about it. Going into the reception, so you walk through this whole part. There's a white tiger in a cage. I mean, that's disgusting. But all, of, but I'm already like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and so, and I go into the reception. Hi there, And uh, there's a key here for, and uh, I'm thinking this is insane, there's not going to be, for uh, Leslie Martin. Yes!
0: No! Your
1: friends have just popped out! And I was like, okay. So, gave me the key. This bellboy helps me up with my think you're supposed to tip I didn't know that. I no. don't have any money! And then I get into the hotel room and I'm literally rocking. Because I'm like, that
2: how am I paying for this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> how am I paying for this? Anyway, I find my friends, there's four of us. And so, obviously, there's just four of us in this one hotel room. And turned out we stayed there for like three nights, cost us 60 bucks each. What? Yes. I had no idea.
0: Oh, my God. But
1: I had no business being in there. None. That's zero. That's far
0: away from the uh, old berry farm that you were staying on.
1: I. That's the thing. It just didn't make sense <laughs> to me. I was like, something's <laughs> going on here. This is a wind up. But, uh, yeah. But you need a lot of money for Vegas.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had none. Um... So did we... That was Cry On Demand, right? Mm-hmm. We're not playing Cry On Demand. Mm-hmm. And mistakenly, I thought it was the last track. And it's not. So Don't Make Me Laugh is the last track of the album. It's not bad. Bit of a soft ending to the album. Um, Russ99's written quite an essay on it. From my point of view, this is about a song about a guy who is infatuated with a girl. She knows this and is stringing him along to satisfy her own vanity. Um... The chorus is all about him saying that he knows that she knows he likes her, as it were, and the fact that she knows this makes him stringing her along, stringing him along much harsher as she is oblivious to it. Um, he's wrote, I bloody love this song. It's a perfect end to the album. Oh no. Strong words, and we'll play the Don't Make Me Laugh to take us out. I.
1: Perfect ending?
0: No. Oh. It's, you know what I feel about. Uh, look, it's nice. It's nice. Not my favourite end to an album ever. Reviews, guess who's back? Grampus. Grampus is back.
1: Amazing, what does he think?
0: Three and a half out of five.
1: Ooh.
0: Yeah, Grampus. How we operate uh, can best be described as patchy, but not good or bad patchy, but rather excellent good patchy. The opener notice is indicative of what is to come a quiet acoustic beginning tempo, uh, building in tempo to a neat infectious chorus line. It's effective and engaging, but hardly earth shattering. The title track is another great example, the simple guitar intro cropping up throughout and positively accentuating a fantastic chorus. Equally impressive are the poppy See the World and Cry on Demand, while the sharp Charlie Patton songs, which promises a return to the blues roots that fails to materialise, That is sounds so laid back the band probably recorded it all tucked in bed. But the highlight is a glorious girl-shaped love drug which is impossible not to sing along and should be a massive hit. Therein lies the rub because Gomez and hit singles have always seemed polar opposites. Mm, But with how we operate, they're now on the same line of longitude and that could be a problem for some. Beyond Zero, this is... I've only got one more because I thought Grandpus should steal the show. Beyond Zero, five out of five. It seems that those attached to the old Gomez sound are unable to let the band delve into more sensible and accomplished pop music territory. So this in... got Number 516... Uh, of the best albums for 2006, 516. This album it's is kind of my point. This album is at least top five material for 2006 and possibly the best Gomez album yet. How We Operate really showcases Gomez in all of their glory. The vocal harmonies are worth the price of the album alone. The guitars, bass, drums, and all are all wonderfully interesting and perfectly in place for each song. Production is wonderful and the songwriting is brilliant. This is my go-to feel good sing along pop album. That's what it is for me. Start like you're scrolling, you're scrolling through your phone. Like just looking for an album, just to put on this is the album. Hmm. Right? Uh so what would you give it?
1: Six and a half out of ten.
0: The funny thing is, I'm not far behind you with a seven and a half out of ten. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but that's... See, this is the thing. If it's if you're not... I would hope that you would give it more than that.
0: No, because it didn't stand up. Uh There's a couple of songs. Maybe the first time I listened to it, I really liked. And then I'm like, woman, man. I just go, that's just... Yeah. I don't
1: like At it. Least I think it's an atmosphere, because it's an album. I wouldn't rush back to it, but, you know, if it came on... like If it just came on... You'd right? let it go. Yeah, I mean, it's... See, like, there yeah. you go. Do you think... Is it their second So you still think Bring On's better Yes yep. Do you think it's yes. Their second best album
0: Yep Absolutely
1: I actually might agree
0: There you go See there you go I'm happy we got there I'll take I'd it i have to
1: listen to Liquid Skin again
0: Which was the point of the episode If you remember before Last week I said no. And you- I,
1: yeah I agree with you I need to listen to I might listen to Liquid Skin again today
0: You let me know how you go I will uh, Shall we talk about what we're doing next Right, because next week we're doing something a little bit different we haven't done before, and then the next week after that we're back to normal with a big, big
1: band. Oh, no.
0: So why don't you talk to me about what we're doing next week?
1: So as you mentioned last episode, we're going to go back to every two weeks now that we're out of the whole sitting at home, doing nothing phase. (laughs) Um, but, um, But next week we do have... Um, something slightly different. So a lot of you might remember back in season one, one of the very first homework albums that I gave Kev was a band called Moonlight Parade. Um, And some of you have actually then gone into some... like, got their albums. You Mm -hmm. um, went into the Kickstart, donated some money, got the vinyl, vinyl, which I did and still love. They released their second album. Um, They were also our... um, First song of the week of season two. Mm-hmm. So, we are big fans. We've been following their um, career to date. They've just released an EP. Mm-hmm. So, what we're going to be doing is we're interviewing or have interviewed um, Moonlight Parade on their new EP and also just other questions and have a bit of a chin wag. <laughs> bit of banter. Oui, oui, bit of banter. <laughs> bit of banter. Um, with Moonlight Parade, we're going to play some tracks off their first album, second album, and also a couple from their new EP. So um, that's going to be a little bit different, but it was such a it was such good fun eventually getting to talk to them. You feel like you already knew them because we'd had so much contact yeah, over was... Twitter and talking about different things, but we'd never actually had a proper conversation. So It was really easy. It was really, great easy. To, it was really Just... easy, great to catch yeah. up. Um, they are... Um, Really awesome musicians, really down to earth guys. Give it a listen. Listen to their new music as well, um, and then, then we're back to normal. With, yeah, with uh, no, the you following don't know who
0: week is. so. And
1: I really hope that um, everybody, their new. If you are familiar with their first two albums, first of all, go and listen to their first two albums before next week, mm-hmm. so that you can actually have a listen to the interview. Yep. Then listen to the EP. Because there is a shift in sound. Yeah, there is. And it's awesome. Yeah. And so um, if you're familiar with them, you're going to love the new EP and go and listen. If you're not familiar with them, do yourself a favour, go and listen to the first two albums and the EP so that you can sit down with a cup of tea and actually enjoy the conversation and know what we're actually... Banging on about Which will probably be the first
0: So Um, I'll tell you what So the new EP uh, It just came out It's called Paint the Sun Here's a little bit Of Paint the Sun So if you like that, you're going to get a whole bunch more music and uh, a really good conversation. Great guys. Are you ready for the episode after that?
1: Yeah, so now we're at the listener's choice. Listeners. Oh, don't let me down. I can't have another.
0: So i tell you now, like, I've... So th- I asked three listeners just to, to summarise a bit of the album and what it meant to them. Beautifully written by Tim, Wayne and Chris. Like, it is. It's It's... Bro. Oh, no. They've put some effort into it. So three. Uh and this is a band, I know one big big track, but this album I am not familiar with at all. So this will be Am the- I? Yes. Yes. Uh and there's there's a story we get we'll, we'll hopefully tell when we talk about them because I there's one incident about this band, about a song we were somewhere when this song got played and I remember what happened. Uh the band is Franz Ferdinand oh
3: yes
1: thanks boys because honestly every time it's Kev's choice it's always a problem <laughs> thank you you saved me this is a really really awesome album as I remember Ooh, now I haven't listened to this for some time right. I loved this album in this band everybody knows Take Me Out who doesn't know that
2: exactly, I mean, exactly. but that,
1: oh my god I used to love this album I have high hopes for this High hopes
0: Well let's see if you shatter Tim Wayne and Chris's dreams With uh, how you feel about it now
1: I'm going to listen to that today oh, That's exciting
0: Oh you're excited about that Okay cool So we've got two things Next week Interview with Moonlight Parade The week after We'll be back with Franz. Franz Ferdinand
1: <laughs> oh,
0: wow Spring in your step now Yes uh, So email us Or get us out on Rip at gmail.com. Otherwise, uh, Les, anything else? And we'll get out of here. Yeah, that's all. Franz Ferdinand in a Moonlight Parade, parade interview, eh? Not bad. pumped. I'm
1: pumped, pumped.
0: pumped for those. All right. Thank you. See you, everyone. Bye.
4: I appear to my restraint. But time has tempered my discretion I'm bound to betray